Welcome to this special GSX Plus Daily Edition of Security Management Highlights. Jim Sawyer is the Director of Security at Seattle Children's Hospital and Healthcare, Seattle, Washington. Today's topic is violence de-escalation. And during COVID, my gosh, it's probably the most important thing we can we can focus on right now. Well, I think that's absolutely true. I think even the best ambitions, uh, a lot of things have happened uh, recently. Prior to COVID, on an average day, there was roughly 16,400 threats directed at uh, work employees in the United States. Uh, and that was during the good times, the flush times. Uh, by the way, only 80% of those threats ever got reported. But then you bring in the social upheaval. You bring in COVID. You bring in the realities of income inequality, of unemployment, of social unrest, and all of those things hitting everything at once where you have, by some reports, 40% of the U.S. population may be approaching the poverty level. 50% of our citizens in the country probably can't pay a surprise $400 bill. And of interest to me, or what should be, I think, of interest to anyone in the profession, is during the months of March to June 2020, gun sales uh, eclipsed all previous records. And right now, we have over 393 million guns out there, 120 guns per 100 uh, civilians. It is what it is. So I think uh, the term uh, anger is a letter short of danger is more relevant now than it's ever been before for people in our profession. So that ability, that talent, having that having that skill of de-escalating violence, the good news is, the really good news is 90% of the really bad things that we read about or hear about on the nightly news, which I recommend people never watch, uh, i.e. if it bleeds, it leads. But 90% of this stuff is preventable if people employ the right de-escalation, customer service and support uh, strategies, and that is across the board, and I think that's one thing as a profession we need to emphasize now more than ever. I couldn't agree more. I'm I'm going to come at this with you from my side of it. As a former law enforcement officer, we were taught the escalation of force, the escalation of force continuum. You start with, you know, hi, Jim, uh, you know, what's going on today? Can I help you? And if Jim gets a little agitated, you start escalating to control it. Verbal commands are always the best ultimatum sometimes, right? And then you get into the physical side of it. Do you think that people in general are jumping right to level 10? We really should should just start with dialogue on number one. How do you get a guy that's at number 10, let's say he comes into the hospital and he complains that his operation didn't go well, he's all excited, and he's at the highest level just short of physical violence. What are we going to do to bring him down? Okay, there's, there, are, there are just some basic strategies you can do if someone comes in. Hospitals house, hospitals, we house stress. So the concept, we have to pursue, security people have to pursue. Everyone talks about zero tolerance. We will not tolerate this, we will not tolerate that. Well, that's bad science fiction. Zero tolerance, I mean, in hospitals, we need to tolerate a lot. So what security people need to advocate for and push for is zero incidents. Zero incidents versus zero tolerance. So if someone comes in and they're really upset, there's some basic verbal, uh, verbal strategies you can employ. For one thing that we just uh, mentioned is if someone's yelling and they're really in a bad way, they can probably see about three feet in front of their face. Use the rule of five. Five words in a sentence, five letters in a word. Uh, I want to help you. We can make this work. Okay, you have one shot to make a good 
depression, it's critical here. And then one thing you can do if someone comes in and they're upset and escalated, and by you know the nature of these in the hospitals, people are upset sometimes. Ask, what can we do to help? What can we do to fix this? I think some golden strategies here for all healthcare people is two words to adopt for de-escalation is what and we. What can we do to fix this? What can we do to make this right? What can we do to achieve the right outcome? What are what and we are collaborative and non-judgmental. Uh, conversely, I think if someone comes in in that state of anger, I would stay away from using the words why and you because it comes across as accusatory. Strategies like that, uh, played by a team, will really help someone because people when people are escalated to that point when they're at level, that sometimes they expect an angry. Uh, anger response, i.e., irresistible force meets the movable object. Healthcare, that just doesn't work, especially now with what's going on. So that's why I think these strategies are probably, again, more important now than ever before. I think these are brilliant points. I hear echoes of my domestic violence training back in the day, where if you walk in on a domestic violence scene, the softer voice you use makes everybody calm down because they can't hear you when they're yelling. And that's, that's, that's similar techniques. We used verbal judo back in the day, back in the 80s, uh, giving people propositions and, you know, what can we do? And the one thing they always told you not to do is say, calm down. You don't tell people to calm down that are agitated because it just agitates them more, right? I mean, these are, these are great ideas. And I love your statement that a hospital is a stressful environment to begin with. People aren't there on vacation. And your approach to, I think, is really brilliant. Give me some ideas uh, of how how the training uh, is handled on this. It's really not a, it's really not a uh, easy thing to train somebody to be calm in the face of an agitated person. It's a very specific, specific skill set. Security professionals in the old days, in the old days back, I've been doing this for 44 years, even though I'm not that old, but you would hire people who were, you know, uh, large, you basically, you know, Ranking Neanderthal, if you will, and I shouldn't say that because you have some very intelligent people who have Jurassic physiques, and I got that. You want to hire, you want to employ, you want to find people who are good at working with people, who are good at de-escalating people, who have good customer service skills, because that is ultimately what you want to do. Because again, like we mentioned, hospitals do house stress. I mean, what's the number one cause of bankruptcy in the country today? It's medical bills, about 30,000 people a day. On we go. So when when you uh, pursue the strategy, you want to have training. You want to train people, one, who have an interest, who they have to believe in it. They have to believe it works. And it does work. And what I would require is role playing and annual training for all officers on de-escalation. In fact, security departments can do a lot of things. You have a safety fair, annual safety fair, where you have a whole section dedicated to de-escalation. You can... Uh, uh, have an officer on your team just pull articles out of the paper where de-escalation wasn't even attempted and then the disaster followed. And you can find that all the time. Like in parking lots, you see the same things happen over and over again. You don't know whether to laugh or cry. You end up crying because too many times people get hurt. Over, again, anger is a lot of short danger. People escalate, they say the wrong thing, and before you know it, something happens. So training, make it annual. Make it realistic. Let people practice. And uh, you, there are some remarkable security professionals out there uh, today. I think you have probably the finest quality I've ever seen. And if you uh, allow them to uh, adopt these skills and then employ them their way, uh, you can move mountains of mountains of anger. 
And I think that's the strategy now, especially now today in modern America, where you see so much polarization, anger, misunderstanding, uh, people armed to the teeth, people not listening. That's why this can be a, a basically de-escalation can be a clarion call, if you will, to, for an organization to maintain a safe and therapeutic work environment. Much more so, you can put in cameras. I have over a thousand here. You can do all sorts of hard target your building, but if you don't have the de-escalation and the interaction down, uh, it's a perilous uh, it's a perilous journey for you. You and I both know that a hospital is a super unique environment, right? It's literally a city unto itself. It has every single possible crime you can imagine internally going on and off. It's a good place to study these things. Are there any studies on the success of using this this methodology inside hospital environments and any data coming out on that? Because you and I both know it works. If we could transfer this into other vertical markets, it would raise the bar for the whole industry. I think this training needs to be universal. Because I think, uh, again, I'll go back to me, uh, history matters. Late Gore Gorbachev once said that we live in the United States of Amnesia. People normally won't remember past last Tuesday what happened. But I think now more than ever with what's out there, I think this kind of training, uh, there's organizations maybe as is IHSS who can quantify some of this. Uh, there's some excellent groups out there like MOAB, uh, NCI, CPI, PROACT. And they pretty much emphasize the same thing. But I think this training, de-escalation training, should be offered in every industry, healthcare, hotel services, restaurants, oh my gosh, restaurants, uh, valet, everything. To me, it's really critical because I think you can cut your violence by 90%. This is not just unique to healthcare. These de-escalation should be an essential job function, essential responsibility, and an acquired skill for anyone and everyone who enters the security profession. Uh, whether they're contract, proprietary, to me, it benefits them. It will help keep them safe. It will benefit the organization. It will benefit the company. And one of the hallmarks for a lot of security people, just as a de-escalation, is a term called rational attachment, which I think now more important than ever that people adopt across the border, across the entire spectrum, is this. You do not take anything personally that someone says to you. We have, we have here, we adopt what we call a 24-hour rule, which means in 24 hours, well, what a, a, a parent who has a mouth like Don Rickles, will what they say to you really impact you? And the answer is no. But what, from my perspective, from doing this for over five decades now, is that this has, uh, there's a universal need here, this universal need, it's applicable in every security adventure, whether you're, uh, you know, um, again, hotel services, restaurants, uh, sporting events, everything. If you have this in place and if you make that a prerequisite for the people you hire, uh, oh, good Lord, everybody wins. I think it's a win-win and to get that out there. Uh, I remember years ago, people would say, oh, it doesn't work. The people who told me years ago, decades ago, it doesn't work now require it. And I think that's a telling thing. So I think adopting these skills and just pushing this knowledge, idea, philosophy, if you will, philosophy uh, out there, not just hospitals, but across the board. Oh, wow. We, uh, again, you can move mountains. I think that's really, really critical. And I think we could prevent so many ill-advised things from happening. School security is one, a classic. You have got to do it. You got to be able to have that ability to work with people. If you do that, everybody wins. 
Jim, thanks so much for coming on Security Management Highlights, my friend. Excellent, excellent information. And listen, I hope everybody listening to the show starts to adopt some of these things post-haste because it's sorely needed in today's environment. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Tune in tomorrow for my conversation with Cody Ludby about the Australian approach to protecting crowded places from terrorism. And be sure to check securitymanagement.com and gsx.org for more reporting, information, and discussions about GSX+.